0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, February 5th, 2023. Non-negotiables, the Holy Spirit is your guide.
1: So, the Holy Spirit... You know, we look in the Bible, the Word of God, and I'm just going to go real quick to Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desire of the flesh, our body. For the flesh craves what is contrary to the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is like a tether to God. When I say tether, think of a rope or a cord or the bungee that the mom has with the kid in the store drawing him back to him. Thank you, Mom, for not putting me in that suit with the tether and a bungee cord. I just think that it's God holding me back. There are times when I have difficulties, troubles, illnesses. At times I want to run away from God, but the Holy Spirit is drawing me back to God. He's drawing me to His Word through prayer, through others. That is the Holy Spirit to me. The Holy Spirit is that tether cord to me, back to God.
0: Yeah, we want to say thanks to Carl Mueller for sharing that with us this morning. We're on our fifth week of non-negotiables, and this morning we're going to look at the Holy Spirit is your guide.
2: Good morning, Connection Church. Morning. We are blessed. We're delighted that you're here with us this morning, whether it's your first, tenth, or hundredth, or two hundredth time. Our mission—say it with me—to Connect people, people with Jesus, Jesus and the, the new life he offers. offers. If you're joining us for your first time, we welcome you as, your guest, as our guest, and we hope that you feel a sense of, of love around you. I would like, I normally open up with a prayer, but I would like to ask you to join me in our opening prayer because our focus is on the Holy Spirit, And so there's something called the prayer to the Holy Spirit. Some of you might know it. Let's share it together. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit
3: did instruct the hearts of the faithful.
2: Grant that, Grant that by, by the, the same Holy Spirit, Spirit we may, may be truly wise and ever enjoy his, his consolations through Christ, Christ our Lord.
0: Lord. Amen. 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 The Holy Spirit, third person of the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We, we, we often don't give the Holy Spirit the attention deserved. We talk a lot about God the Father, talk about, a lot about Jesus the Son, not so much the Holy Spirit. And yet the Holy Spirit was right there in the mix of things, right there from before the beginning. Check out Genesis 1, the first two verses of the first chapter of the first book of the Scripture. This is from the message. First this, God created the heavens and the earth. All you see, all you don't see. Earth was a soup of nothingness a bottomless emptiness, and inky blackness. God's spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. Isn't that poetic?
2: Yeah. It is poetic. And I, th- this is like a spirit thing, so we don't have a slide for it. Here's the same thing in the NIV version. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God, that's capital S, was hovering over the waters. And so what we see from God's word from scripture is that the Holy Spirit is not an add-on. The Holy Spirit is not an addendum, an addition, but the Holy Spirit is part of the Godhead. The Godhead is the Trinity. That word's not in the Bible, but we know God as God, Son, Spirit. That's the Godhead. And so the Holy Spirit is part of the Godhead, always is, always was, always will be, now and throughout eternity. The Holy Spirit, always and forever.
0: So in the Old Testament, it's Hebrew, and the word for spirit is ruach. You hear that? Ruach. Say it with me. Ruach. Ruach. And in the New Testament, the word for, uh, for spirit is pneuma, P-N-E-U-M-A. Say pneuma. You've maybe heard that uh, in things like pneumatic, you know, things that are driven by, by air. Uh, both ruach and, and, and pneuma mean spirit, but they also mean breath and wind, and that's an interesting combination there.
2: So spirit appears... 563 times in the New International Version of Scripture. There's several different versions of Scripture, but when we look in the NIV, it shows up 563 times. Now, not every single one of those refers to the Spirit of God, but most of them do. And that's a lot. That's a lot of times because when we compare it with other words in Scripture in the NIV version, for instance, faith, Faith is 458 times. So we've got 563 spirit, 458 faith. We would actually think that could be reversed, but it is not. Spirit is part of the Godhead. It's obviously important. In the Old Testament, the first half of the Bible, we find um, a lot of references to the Holy Spirit, although Jesus teaches much later uh, the disciples about it but we find the reference to the spirit especially in the books of Isaiah Isaiah is a prophet we also find a lot of references to spirit in the book of Ezekiel who's another prophet remember Ezekiel in chapter 37 dry bones get up and you know the wind would blow it's, it's an incredible example of spirit We also find a lot of references of spirit in the book of Psalms. David wrote a lot of the Psalms. Um, They're like poems or songs that talk about trust and faithfulness. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalms. In the New Testament, the second half of the Bible it's scattered throughout. We do find references to the Holy Spirit in the Gospels. That's the first four books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But we especially find uh, teaching on the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts. In the book of Acts. Now, if you remember, uh, it, Acts is like the birth of the church. And the birth of the church can't happen without the Spirit of God, without the Holy Spirit. And so it's, it's all through Acts. Acts. Kyle um, mentioned Galatians. We find the fruit of the Spirit. We see it in Romans. We see it in Corinthians. Spirit is spl- splattered throughout the entire Scripture because Spirit is important, the Holy Spirit, part of the Godhead.
0: So in the 14th chapter of the Gospel, or Good News of John, Jesus introduces the disciples to the Holy Spirit. Same chapter we looked at last week where Jesus was prepping the disciples for life without his physical presence. So we're at a later point in that same chapter. And Jesus promises to ask the Father to send uh, another, not just an advocate, but another advocate to help them. This is John 14, 15 through 17. If you love me, Jesus says, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and to be and be with you forever the spirit of truth say spirit of truth. spirit of truth good spirit of truth the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he lives with you and will be in
2: you so the word translated here as advocate in the greek is parakletos. That's kind of a fun word to say. Parakletos, say it. Parakletos. That means advocate. It means counselor, comforter, intercessor, helper, encourager. You, if you're an encourager or an intercessor or a comforter, you're a parakletos. The footnote in the scripture that we were looking at in the New Testament for this word, um, advocate, is exclusively attributed to the Holy Spirit and to Jesus. Interesting. So Jesus says he will ask the Father and he will give another advocate. Hear that word, another? That's kind of key. Another advocate, another paracletos, the spirit of truth. We talked about truth last week when we talked about our non-negotiable, Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am life. And so truth can be found in the Father, in the Son, and in the Holy Spirit.
0: Mm. And so there are many aspects to this Holy Spirit, to this parakletos. As advocate. Speaks, he speaks on our behalf, going before us, sharing our case with God the Father, even when we can't find the words ourselves. Intercessor, have you ever been there? I have. You're in a situation and you need to pray, but you're so overwhelmed, so emotionally, whatever, so deeply embedded, you can't even begin to find the words to pray with to God. Here's what Paul tells us in Romans 8, 26 to 27. This is the New Living Translation. He says, And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. The Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words and the father who knows all heart who all hearts who knows all hearts knows what the spirit is saying isn't that just the coolest for the spirit pleads for us do you get that the spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with god's own will
2: So I, I'm just seeing this for the 10th or 20th time, but it something lifts up to me. The Spirit pleads for us believers. Can you put that back up there? I'm having a moment. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. Isn't that, the, isn't that incredible that the Holy Spirit pleads to the Father for us so that we can be in harmony with God. I just have, that's like, woo. (laughs) The Holy Spirit speaks on our behalf to the Father, to God. The Holy Spirit speaks for us, taking what we can't say or even know how to say and goes before the Father for us. I have been in situations, some with you, where the situation is heartbreaking or sad or something, and I haven't known how to pray. I don't have these words that, you know, are canned. I just like, Holy Spirit, and you might have heard me if I'd been with you, I don't know what to pray. Will you pray on our behalf? Will you pray on behalf of this person? And the Holy Spirit does. Many of you are in uh, George's Holy Spirit teaching. Are you in? Is this the last week coming up? No. Two more weeks? If you want a heavy dose of the Holy Spirit and go deep, there's two more weeks. <laughs> Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. And you're invited to come and learn more about the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit groans, groans, the groanings to speak. You know, have you ever been so, like you've just, it's there and it's just got to come out. That's the Holy Spirit for us on behalf of us to God.
0: And the Holy Spirit is counselor. Often speaking to our hearts, guiding us, teaching us, even and convicting us when we're going in a wrong direction, I can't tell you how many times I've had a, the Holy Spirit does a gut check on me. <laughs> a gut check after, especially a discussion with Carrie. It happened just the other day. Uh, the Holy Spirit told me that I need to revisit what we just talked about, revisit the discussion we had, revisit the disagreement we just had, or whatever. Uh, and, 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 uh, and, and, and I need to replay it. And I need to say, I'm sorry, can you forgive me? Not in a week or two, the Holy Spirit tells me. Not, not next month. You need to do it now. You know, it's not Alan talking. It's, it's Holy Spirit saying, you're not being your best self, Alan. And you know, it's important for us to be our best selves, isn't it? The Holy Spirit watches out for me and encourages me and kind of kicks me in the tail and says, y- you need to be your best self, and to do that in this particular case, you need to go straighten up what you just messed up with, Carrie. Yeah, happened just the other day.
2: So, when we were <coughs> preparing for this, I didn't even remember what he was talking about for this. And so I'm like, well, what was the situation? He told me, it's like, oh, okay. Well, to me, It wasn't that big of a deal to him the Holy Spirit was convicting him to be his best self and so that was for him ultimately it 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 was great for me too but I had already taken it and gone and moved on so I'm glad though that I have a life partner who listens to the Holy Spirit and I try as well the best I can Because there are so many times when we have to, we feel that like, uh, 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 you need to go back and like revisit that or re-say what you meant in a different tone or a different way. That's what the Holy Spirit does to counsel us. So the Holy Spirit's an advocate, a comforter, um, a counselor, and now Holy Spirit's a comforter. The Holy Spirit's with us always. But we absolutely experience that, that arm holding, that hug in our deep time of need where we know that we know that we know that life can be falling apart all around us, but our foundation is firm. And so things around us can swirl But because the Holy Spirit comforts us, we still can have the peace of God in us. It doesn't mean anything changes. It just means that we're we're not settled out here. We are settled with God and that God will absolutely carry us. And that's the aspect of the Holy Spirit that is, is precious to us.
0: The Holy Spirit is our encourager. When I was first going into ministry, I visited this, per, this church I'd never been to, and, and the Holy Spirit filled me, encouraged me, gave me this vision, helped me to see a small glimpse of what was ahead. And here's the thing, rather than filling me with things that could go wrong, rather than filling me with the challenges I was going to face, uh, rather than filling me with things that were going to block my path, the Holy Spirit filled me with a vision of what was ahead, a glimpse of what God had in store for me and the family. You know, my primary spiritual gift is faith. And so the Holy Spirit used that to, to instill in me a can-do spirit, a His can-do spirit, encouraging me to step out in faith in spite of, and there were many, in spite of the challenges that lay before us. Helped me to realize that we weren't on this path by ourselves. We weren't alone on this uh, journey. That Holy Spirit had us in the palm of His hand that nothing, nothing, let me say that again, nothing is too difficult for God. We might think it's too difficult for us, but if we turn to God, nothing is too difficult. The Holy Spirit keeps us keenly aware that we worship a God of possibilities. God of possibilities. And the Holy Spirit gives us the strength and the courage to realize those possibilities in in our lives and in our ministries.
2: Jesus says in John 14, All this I have spoken while still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything that I have said to you. And so this advocate, comforter, counselor, intercessor, helper, encourager also will teach us all things, will remind us of everything that Jesus has said to us along the way. It's like the Holy Spirit will jog our memories. And and bring something into our thought, into our heart. Now, just like the Father, God the Father, and Jesus Christ his Son, the Holy Spirit does not force his way into our lives. But we invite the Spirit in. Just like the prayer that we said when we opened, Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. We have free will to say, nope. We always have. We always will. We have a choice. But it's important to invite the Holy Spirit in.
0: Mm. So, John 14 um, John 14 uh, 26 tells us this Holy Spirit will will teach us all things. All things. That doesn't mean we don't have to be part of a Bible study, a Bible class, a, a part of the uh, the Holy Spirit uh, uh, class there uh, that Carrie and I shouldn't have gone to seminar. That's not what it means. Those things are important and useful. But the Holy Spirit will open our minds to that which we need to know, to that which the Father wants us to know, to that which is important and particular uh, to a time and place.
2: An example for for me, we we heard Kyle's example of the tether. I I love that. Um, Also for me, um, it just happened a couple days ago. I'm in a small group and our Bible study, it's a new Bible study, and I was reading day two of the study, and the scriptures were centered around Sabbath. It's like, oh, I've done this before. Okay, Sabbath. And, you know, I have issues with slowing down and resting. So I was like, okay, you're right on time again, God. And so the study asked us to read two scriptures regarding Sabbath. One was, uh, I believe, in Exodus. The other one was Leviticus. And I've read them both before, like multiple times. But I'm, I'm dedicated to this study. So the author asked us to read the scriptures out loud. So I did. And then the author asks us to uh, read the scripture again, maybe with a different cadence in our voice, a different something, and even get up and move around to change our position. Like, okay, so I did. And don't you know, something popped out. It's like, because then she said, so what is it that popped out in that exercise? And it did. I'll tell you what it is, since I have, you know, I like to work. I like to be busy. I don't like downtime, which is a sin. You know, I, I know I need to rest. And what I heard is that rest is holy. I heard in my heart, rest is holy. That was a new way of looking at that. And I'm like, okay, that gives me permission to rest. That was the Holy Spirit that brought that to mind. That wasn't Carrie, but when you engage in the word of God, when you say, okay, Holy Spirit, open it up as I'm studying or as I'm reading, new things will pop in. And for me, um, it's really valuable because I need to be a good example of what it looks like to rest and to have a Sabbath and that's part of um, my my 2023 um, plan that God has for me.
0: Thank you Holy Spirit because then I got permission to rest.
2: He, he, he has this one down <laughs> pat by the way he's good at that.
0: Follow the scriptures Carrie. just following the word of God. <laughs> You know, in, um, in addition, John fourteen twenty six tells us the Holy Spirit reminds us everything Jesus taught us. I, I've been, um, I'm thinking years ago, before I went into ministry, I used to teach an adult Sunday school class on Sunday mornings, and there'd be times when I'm, and, and just from out here someplace, the scripture I needed would come to me and I would share it. And That wasn't my brain, it was the Holy Spirit. Well, that just happened to me when
2: I read that scripture Mm -hmm. again about aligning to His will. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's wild how that works, Um, and that's very cool. When uh, you know, it's it's important the Holy Spirit reminds us of things because when I'm going along, just being my typical knuckleheaded self, not really being faithful to what Jesus taught me, when I'm being very self-centered. When it's all about Alan, you know, not God-centered, not other centered but Um, Alan-centered. You know, uh, the Holy Spirit reminds me of what Jesus said, what Jesus taught. And that's to love God first and foremost with everything I've got. To love others as myself. It's so easy. I don't know about you, but it's so easy for me to forget that. It's so easy for me to go to the default you know the world revolves around me. Uh, it might just be me. I don't know. So I got to thank God. The Holy Spirit is here to remind me uh, uh, of the things that Jesus taught me. You know, and it's real simple. It's in the word joy. Jesus, others than you. You know, Jesus, others than you. But it's so simple to, to get that flipped upside down and put me at the center.
2: The Jesus as comforter. Jesus said in John fourteen twenty seven. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. Jesus talks about peace, and we believe that peace is found when we believe in, when we trust, when we invite the Godhead, into the rhythms of our life. And so that includes the Holy Spirit. You can pray to the Holy Spirit. It's just not, oh God, or Jesus. Holy Spirit. Pray to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings comfort and counsel and offers help and has a way of coming between us and God As an advocate, an intercessor, this paraclete, this paraclete, this Holy Spirit, is our defender. I like that. You have a defender. Mm. He's our friend. With the Holy Spirit on our side, our hearts will not be troubled, even when there's trouble all around us. And we don't have to be afraid take a look at uh, Venetia's story on how the Holy Spirit is part
3: of her life. A little over 24 years ago, I was diagnosed with a chronic illness and not long after that, my doctors told me I could no longer work and I was devastated because I had just gotten my degree and my career was on track. I was, everything was great. So I tried to pray this illness away and I was told that I still had the illness because I just didn't have enough faith. That really caught me. But then I came across 2 Corinthians 12 and 8 where Paul is asking God to be, or asking Jesus to remove the thorn in his flesh. And Jesus said, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Well, then I realized that my illness wasn't a curse, it's, 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 uh, it's a blessing and with that, when I am laying flat on my back, dealing with so much pain and so many aches and pains, I feel God's presence with me and on the days that I can get up off of that bed, I use the Holy Spirit to help me to be able to share the love that God has for me with as many people as possible, whether it be a smile or a hug or maybe lending a helping hand. So
2: most of us every single Sunday are greeted by Venetia's smile out by the door. But do you know that most days, a lot of days, she has trouble getting out of bed. But she uses that for the glory of God to be a light to us another way that she uses her gifts there's many but she cares deeply about those who are widows and widowers and there's a ministry here that she oversees along with her team back at the main table in the lobby there's um, a display for uh, widow and widower bags if you know someone who could use a touch a love some kind of love, you could pick that bag up for them next week. We need to know who they are so we can have enough bags. But that's a way that Venetia uses uh, God's grace is sufficient in her life to make a difference, to be a light to mm-hmm. all of us.
0: You know, there's Sundays in here where, um, you know, the band's just cooking and is you know, awesome testimony, and the preaching's just really hitting you. And I've heard people say, Man, the Holy Spirit was in there today. Man, the it was, it was, Holy Spirit was alive. It was filled with the Holy Spirit. You've heard that, right? Well, here's the thing the Holy Spirit fills this place every Sunday. You know, if we're here, the Holy Spirit's here. The question is are we aware of it? Are we tuned into it? It's, a, it, it's our awareness of it, it's not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's always. So the question is, have you invited the Holy Spirit into your life? Have you opened up your soul to allow Him in? And I say Him, it's a person. It's not some nebulous idea, some thing. It's a person. I don't mean a flesh and blood person, but a person. Are you willing to trust the Holy Spirit to guide you, to remind you of all Jesus shared? To to keep you focused on Jesus as Lord and Savior. To keep you focused on the salvation that Jesus brings. We're going to close today with the same prayer we opened. Inviting that Holy Spirit. And hopefully this will be a prayer that you could um, maybe take into the future. Call on the Holy Spirit once in a while to join you. Let's pray. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did
2: instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit
0: we may be truly wise
2: and ever enjoy his consolations,
0: through Christ our, our Lord. Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message from Connection Community Church. For more information and to find out more about our ministries, you can visit us on our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302 378 7692.
2: Thanks again for listening. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the new life he offers.